0: Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round
1: pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo.
2: Again, welcome to your creativity—the podcast that my mom listens to—and that's our excitement. No, I think we've picked up some more people. Did my grandparents listen now? There we go. <laughs> she passed. Yes, she passed
0: it upward to them. <laughs> We're, well, I'm excited. So, I'm Dylan, good. announce our guest. This today we are in the home of Stephen King Simmons.
1: That's correct. <laughs>
0: with a ph people because
2: steven (laughs) is like so formal that he will not go for steve
1: you gotta if you have a ph in your name fellow stevens (laughs) go by steven don't go by steve okay but see
2: i was going with this because mine is steven not steve but like steven sounds very formal like i would have to brush my teeth i deodorant every day i like Condition my hair, floss. Well, you yeah. should do oh, that every day. Yeah, I would day. floss. Yeah. And I would have to Anyways. floss, and well, okay, yeah, I do do that, but like, what if <laughs> thank like, goodness, okay, I would like shortcut it, and I don't want to do like two minutes on brushing my teeth. I'm oh yeah, you gotta have your seconds, timer. Or okay, maybe forty seconds. Maybe that's the Steve I am. Define that's shortcut, so Steve. That's such <laughs> like, a Steve <laughs> thing to do.
1: <laughs> Just well, saying. <laughs> and I, I have got this uh, m- my co-host sitting right next to me too. We haven't properly introduced. Yeah, just about here. And yep. we've
0: got Andrea. And you guys work on a um, event together. It's called an October evening. Tell us a bit about that. Come on, Andrea. You get it. Batter up.
2: <laughs> Batter up. Don't
0: mess it up, Andrea. Uh,
3: <laughs> an October evening is a local Halloween show we do that features um, film, live performances, music, and fashion. We usually hold it at the Masonic Temple, which is a cool, creepy spot to have our Halloween adventure.
0: Steve's creeped out by it.
2: Are I'm, you? I'm, uh, it could be scary. I'm not really sure.
1: Well, uh, it, it's a
3: little scary in there.
1: It is. Uh, it's also that's, very That's beautiful. what makes it kind of cool. Like the Masonic Temple is like the perfect ambiance for the show. You know, uh, as soon as you're sitting in those seats, you feel like you're kind of like in a haunted mansion. So. Um, we really, we really love the venue. Um, we've done the show at the Masonic temple, like how many times? I think there's
3: only two years you didn't do it there. Yeah, so so 10, 10 out of the,
1: 10 out of the 12 years that we've been doing the show um, has been at Masonic Temple.
3: It also fits perfectly for the type of show we're doing because we are able to have a full theater screen, theater seating, and then you have a lot of floor space to still include, like if you have a band or if you have a live performance or a runway because a lot of venues, it's like either one or the other. You either have a stage or you have a theater type setting. And so Masonic is perfect because it offers so much for us to work with and it yeah, it adds the creepy vibe. Like it just has that whole thing that ties it together.
1: Yeah, and we've been offered. Um, different people come up to us after the show, and they, we've been offered to like play at like the East Center or like uh, like bigger like venues. Um, um, but it would just ruin the whole creepiness of the show. Like you know, when you're when you're sitting in there, you're you're kind of like in a movie set. And uh, we don't want to, like we always fight about lighting every year because I always want to make the lighting darker. and she always wants the lighting to, you know, because you're up a the film place. guy, I'm a yeah. fashion.
3: Guy. <laughs> 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 you want it dark, I want it. right. Yeah. I love the darkness too though. I love the shadows. I love the sounds in there. It has a really eerie yet beautiful something about it. And
1: it's haunted, it's which tot- is haunted. perfect.
2: Okay, so that's appropriate. Yeah. for October. Yeah. Wait, I got to talk. So, Andrea. So, yes. you, you're you the fashion side of it. Yes. So, tell us what this is at and tell. Like, what? So, so um, maybe I've been you, like, a... identify some of the costumes. Because people are going to be listening as opposed to seeing it. Yeah. Describe them.
3: Um, well, I've been a part of the show for eight years now. Um. And it depends on the theme of the show. A lot of times I do a runway that's more character-based. And I'll take, like characters that people know of, like Freddy Krueger or um, Creature from the Black Lagoon or Medusa, and I'll usually create a very costume-themed runway based on that. Last year, I changed it up, and I did more of a theatrical performance, and I actually did um, a Hellraiser piece where we had a live quartet playing the Hellraiser theme song, and I had a choreographed um, group of girls that were the Cenobites, and I kind of redid my own version of it. And at the same time, I also took um, different 80s horror characters and put them in the Beetlejuice table scene from the movie, but I had them perform it live. So it was like Ash and Freddy Krueger, the Shining (laughs) Twins, Miss Argentina, but they did the Beetlejuice Deo dance. Um, So that was fun. So I kind of did my fashion more in a performance base. Um, This year, I'm going a little bit darker and I'm kind of bringing out this ghostly demonic type thing. And it'll be not just a typical fashion runway, but more of a choreographed performance runway that kind of tells a story and has like a feeling and everything behind it. So it's going to be a little bit darker, more fashion-y this year. Instead of like you won't recognize the characters, they'll be more ghostly, demonic, kind of darker pieces.
0: Sweet. Sweet. So this year's Ghost, how, how do you guys come up with the, the themes for the different years and what have been some of the past ones?
1: Uh, we always get together together. Um, like, five or six months before the show. Um, and we sit down, and we drink wine, and we eat some tasty treats. And we, she brings to the table, you know, some ideas and themes, and I do the same. And we argue for about three or four hours. And then <laughs> we come up with a result. And there have been times where, like, we start, you know, uh, working on a theme you know and then it doesn't work you know after a couple of weeks and we're kind of stuck on uh creatively as an artist and uh on both sides mm-hmm. you know and then we're like this isn't working so we move to something else or maybe one of the old ideas that we had before um that we kind of passed on
0: so do you always wait a little bit of time before announcing the theme?
1: yeah yeah we we definitely uh wait uh I'll, Usually, about two months before the show before we even send out the press release, because uh, the show is constantly changing uh, the performance and things uh, that we think of. We always want it to be fluid, you know, everything coming together, everything fit fitting together rather than going to your you know uh, a lot of like local like art shows where they they do have a variety show it doesn't flow together um it just feels like you know they got this band you know that agreed to play (laughs) and they've got um you know whatever friends that agreed to do it for free uh with us we take the theme and we're constantly thinking like if i was an audience member would i get bored you know or um has this been done before and we kind of go from there Okay. Which wine is the best inspiration? Uh, Spanish wines, baby, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, how
0: how did it all start? 12, you know, this is the twelfth one. So, twelve years ago, how how did it
1: birth itself? That's you. Um, twelve years ago, <laughs> uh, I wasn't doing anything. Um, I was a filmmaker for a bit, and then I stopped uh, making things. And um, I did that for about two years. I was smoking a lot of pot and. Um, It's okay. not doing anything (laughs) with my life. And my friend James called me up, and we're really, really close friends. We've been best friends ever since I was a kid, and he just yelled at me, and he was like, you're not doing anything with your life. I used to look up to you, and now you're just sitting in your room. You hardly ever go out, and you don't do anything. And it really affected me, and so that week I kind of went on some stoned walks, and I got really inspired one day, and I ran home, and I said, I'm going to put on a show. Uh, it'll be a Twilight-themed play, and uh, we're gonna run out of theater, and um, I, I'm gonna put it on in six months. And, uh, and James's girlfriend at the time, uh, who's now, they're, they're married, Heather was like, well, that's interesting. I have this fashion design that I've been working on, and I've been watching a lot of Twilight Zone episodes. Maybe we can collaborate. So that week we started talking, and then uh, we had a friend that had a band that was doing like some Space Jam stuff, and so we were like, maybe it's not a play anymore. Maybe it's a multi art show, yeah. and it's it's geared towards Halloween. And uh, that night, we came up with the name an October evening. We played at the Regency Theater uh, later that year in October and we sold out the first night and then we moved the show to the Masonic Temple to, for a bigger venue. And we sold out the second year too at the Masonic Temple. So, Have you been selling out every year? Um, some years, um, you know, if, if we're lazy on the advertising, you know, you get fewer seats, but usually we're uh, at full capacity. A lot of the years you see people kind of we run out of seats, and people are sitting on the in the lobby, uh, not on the lobby. In the
3: but, hallway, little area. Yeah, in the trying hallway to sneak area, in. Trying to
1: sneak <laughs> in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it 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 all just stemmed from really doing nothing and and making something out of nothing, and uh, now uh, hopefully people still come to the show and they love it. You know. I love it. Yeah. What are your favorite parts of doing it? Every year, just changing it up. I think. Um, if you're going to have a show that people come to year after year, you need to always constantly be changing it up and challenging yourself, challenging the artists that you have, um, always saying that we can do better. Um, that is always my favorite part because I'm, I'm constantly feeling like, uh, I don't know, we're, we're always shooting from the, uh, you know, to the stars where we take every project that we do and then we're like next year, how we can make it better, better or Bigger.
3: Well, it's awesome, too, because it gives you being horror fans and into Halloween and all that stuff. It's like it really only comes around once a year, whereas me and Steven celebrate it all year but it gives you something to look forward to and to be able to create and like expand your mind on like new visions, you know, cause if you, if you don't have a project, you're kind of like, oh, like, well, what can I do? But we have this to look forward to each year and we have something to create from it. And it's awesome to be able to collaborate with other local artists. And, you know, we've, this year it's been awesome cause we've worked on films together and, you know, I've got to do fashion for films and we've all been a part of this local community of artists and it's, it's very inspiring and so in years like this is a darker year for a lot of people and it's nice to have something to look forward to and bring out almost the darkness within you and get to share it with people and be creative and so i think that's what i look forward to i as soon as we're done with the show i look forward to next year i'm always like steven I when, are, when are we starting? I always look
0: forward to
3: <laughs> He needs like two months. <laughs> and,
1: um, watching movies again.
3: <laughs> I do like movie nights.
1: Because uh, for about like, you know, when we're doing the show, we, well, for myself, I don't do anything for four months. Yeah, like, the show is my life. It gets really you know? busy. Um, because we design everything, you know, the, all the movies, the skits and everything that go in. Um, How many cast members are in it? Um, this year... Let's go down the playlist. we got do do you have the playlist right over there? this is the email that Jonathan sent me, so uh, this year we've got um well, I'll have Andrea read all the artists um
3: off. so for the live aspect of the show, we have um. The uh, woman named Megan, who's gonna be, st- she has a beautiful voice. She's part of a group called Vada Wave. Um, she's gonna be performing some old timey kind of Halloween songs. We have Kagan. What I don't know song, how to say his what, last name. What songs?
1: The, those songs. So are she's cool.
3: gonna be um, redoing "Gloomy Sunday" by Billie Holiday. Also, the "Boogie Woogie Man." I don't know who sings that. The "Boogie Woogie Man," and also the Hearse song from "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark." That's and she cool. might be singing Sally's song from "Nightmare Before Christmas." but she has a beautiful voice um Kagan I don't know his last name Bretton Buck
1: Bretton Bach. that's right Yeah Kagan he
3: um he did a he did all of our music last year he's an amazing composer and last year with our 80s horror theme he recreated several theme songs and a quartet played them live during the show and like, it was so like he epic. covered like, like so Return
1: awesome. of the Living Dead and like uh, just all these old horror, horror movies He did my Hellraiser
3: songs. Yeah, he did Ghostbusters, which is my favorite. Oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. Um, he did the, uh, the Shining. Yeah. So that was. So he's going to be back for a special performance that he's doing. Um, I'll also be doing my runway. We also have some creepy contortion type demonic performance that will be happening. Um, also, we have a ghostly, possibly haunted mansion.
1: Yeah, we got a haunted mansion ballroom performance uh, that we've been talking about for for the past year that we've always wanted to do. So,
3: and then films. You can talk about films. You have to um, check
1: that out, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So the the, the films. Um, I always like to bring along, you know, my film friends that we've been doing films for the show for you know uh, for the past twelve years. But my friend Connor Long, he made this amazing dark surreal nightmare film that has to do with monsters called um mortal coil mortal coil um my friend matthew pool he's working on a a ghost he's filming it right now a a ghost movie Uh, my friend david komatar who's been a not only a huge collaborator uh collaborator with uh my past films he's always been the cinematographer but he's doing his own short film and i'm acting in it so the the roles are reversed now. He's he's yelling <laughs> at me and I'm in front of the camera. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just got done filming my film called uh, Night Terror and we went out to um, this place called the Asylum 49 out in Tooele. I've it's have about this, that place. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. super creepy, uh, way haunted. Uh, they also do a haunted house, but they also do these ghost tours and popular like ghost adventure type shows have come out and, you know, I've have, have picked some really creepy things up, but we spent about a weekend there filming my short film there and it all takes place there. So that was fun. Um, yeah. And that's going to be a part of the show this year. And all the the films have to do with ghosts or, um, you know, demons and 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 things like that in the realm. Any anything in that ballpark. So. so so
2: as we're sitting here, like you're just lighting up and getting so excited as you're talking about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so if ghosts influence you. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any personal stories of a
1: ghost helping you? Or were helping all just terrorizing me. you? <laughs>
3: helping me. <laughs> did, they,
1: um, did they help you they or terrorize. did they terrorize you? I think ghosts, in the way, uh, have helped the show a lot in the inspiration. In the way, um, I like being scared. I, I like going into a haunted place if I can get an EVP, if uh, the door shuts or there's a scream or... Uh, you know anything that we can capture, I I get a kick out of it. I'm I'm the one that doesn't want to leave. You know, and the the rest of the group wants to get the hell out of there. I I love it. I think ghosts help me in the way, and I don't even know if I really. It's like truly being believe. an
3: adrenaline junkie for fear (laughs) yeah i'm not like i i I don't
1: i'm not this huge believer in in ghosts i definitely have had experiences but i don't know what that is or if maybe you know my mind was playing tricks on me or whatnot i know that i have uh, i've got voices uh recorder i've got this recorder that i use that when i go to different places and I'll, i'll set that out and i do have evps that are legit like evps and I don't know how to explain those voices, um, but I don't know necessarily if they're ghosts, you know. How would you say that a ghost has helped you? I've never been asked. They don't. I I believe in
3: ghosts, and I have wanted a ghost experience, but I have not had one yet. And even when we were filming at the asylum, I was like, I'm going to go off in the dark by myself, and something's going to happen. It it didn't happen, but... Maybe one day. I did have one experience at asylum. One of the nights when we were closing the actual hospital side of the asylum, I went to turn off all the lights. I was with a friend, Matt. And so I go down the hallway, and we've already turned off two hallways. And I go and I flip off the lights, and the light switches weren't working. So I go down to the end of the hallway, and I try the other ones, and I still don't go off. Come back, try the same ones again. He saw me try multiple times. And then I go out in the hallway, and I talk to one of the employees that works at the haunted house. And I was like, I can't get the lights I don't know where the light switch is for that hallway. And she was like, oh, well you have to ask the ghosts. And I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. You know, so she comes down and walks with me and she's like, Hey, like we're closing up. We want to turn off the lights. And then she switches the same switches that I'd already tried multiple times and the lights go off. But, I mean, to me, I don't know if that's just obvious. Maybe I don't know how to work a light switch.
0: No, I mean, you, you I swear I flipped it. I
1: swear I flipped it,
0: but I did not the ghost. ask
3: the ghost's permission prior. So she did, and they went off, and that was that. Was that.
1: They have this thing at the <laughs> asylum. Uh, they're called flashlight tests. And uh, where you, what you do is you take a flashlight, and you put it in the middle of the room, and you say, uh, if there's anything in this room, turn on the flashlight and sometimes the light will turn on or off on its own. I was very skeptical of this, so I brought my own flashlight, Yeah. Uh, and when I put it on the ground, I, and I have it on camera, uh, I said, uh, if there's anything in the room, uh, please turn on the flashlight. And as soon as I said that, as soon as I was done with the sentence, the flashlight turns on on camera. And then I and then this we're is all sitting there. what I'm talking
2: there. about. The ghost helped <laughs> you. We, we asked that, helped me that turn on helped. a flashlight,
1: you know. Um, but uh, and then uh, we asked it to turn it off. And as soon as we we asked it to turn it off, it didn't turn it off immediately. But then we asked it again, and as soon as we asked it again, it turned off. Um, yeah. Did you say please the second time and not the first time? I think there, there was, was a, a please stubborn. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm very kind, so there's always a please there. <laughs> ghosts or not. they were just like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off now.
0: It's funny. Steve, your shops got ghosts or? Hints yes, of ghosts? but have you ever ex- had a ghost a experience?
2: Yes, but a lot of them I just kind of let. They're kind of uh, private. Is,
4: your place is haunted.
1: Yes, our place is haunted.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't
1: seem too enthusiastic about well, that. I don't
2: want to exploit that. And yeah. So, um, but he, yeah, the original owner of the building, I believe, is still in our building, and and That's awesome. I will say goodnight to him sometimes, and. I'll ask him if he could learn how to dip chocolates because it would, <laughs> no, this would really help be. us out. If, if, like, if that's what do. I'm saying. If, You're if gonna if you be could,
3: up tonight. You might as well just
2: can you get a I don't know. That. <laughs> little bit. You
1: really want dead people handling your food? They're not. They're, <laughs> they're not <laughs> dead. <laughs> that's why they're ghosts.
2: They're still. Well, I actually think is it who's the scientist? Like he believes that all of us are just made up of electric, like currents and electricity and all these atoms. That's what and Jim that, Carrey's
1: been talking about but lately. But that,
2: that, that we, we if our bodies may die but that electrical current still exists somewhere. Yeah. And it goes somewhere.
1: And so like. Energy never dies.
2: I think that that's possible.
1: Yeah. Does that work? That works for me. That That's actually kind of what I believe. Um, I believe places that are haunted it might just be that energy that's like stuck uh, kind of like a footprint or um just something kind of stuck in time on loop um maybe not necessarily an entity
2: but and not all of them are scary i think some of them are just they're just people so there's good people there's assholes there's oh, like well, yeah, I, mean, I mean there's, there's asshole, asshole like, ghosts there's, i mean i think there's like i think that there's just like us like there's everything so if right. you're a good person you're probably going to be a good ghost. If you're a dick, you're probably going to still be a dick. Yeah. Talk about Charlie. Those are the poltergeists.
1: Poltergeists yeah. are just probably just a bunch of dicks. I think I'm going to call Yeah, they were the Steves.
0: I think I'm going to call the episode Steves.
1: "Ghost Assholes." If you guys. Ghost assholes. <laughs> Talk
4: about Charlie, the Masonic
1: Temple ghost. Yeah. There's uh there's well here. It, Jonathan okay, Jonathan King uh, is here and he's
2: <laughs> making a guest appearance. Woo! Because Jonathan he, he brought you the do, ghost, so like he can... sound for this show, right?
4: Uh, nope. Lighting. no wait, lighting lighting and production
1: and sound with he's the, the ghost. He John, Jonathan is so Jonathan much. is the uh, Jonathan King is like the glue of an October evening. It's like we have all these ideas, dead horse parts. and then we give, <laughs> <laughs> and then we give it to Jonathan, and then Jonathan just right. puts molds it, all, it together. all together. Yeah.
4: No, so, so tell us what you do. Oh, um, for the show, yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm the nickel and dime supporter. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, the first time I ever came to the show, I came as a regular patron. I didn't know what it was. Um, actually I do, e- I do events over at the Masonic temple with different, different people. And then, uh, they told me, they just go, Hey, there's this Halloween group that comes in every year. And they told me a little bit about it and I was like, ah, I gotta go. So I went and saw it and I was completely blown away just going like, Oh my gosh, this is good. This is really good. <laughs> so there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different things that I'm involved with, but this is actually one of the things that I actually like tell all my friends and everybody about and get everybody to show up. And it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun. And it's one of those where you can recommend it to your friends and your friends go and they're like, wow, you are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And the
3: we appreciate show. you. Seeing the show
4: makes Donovan. you cool, kids. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It really does. If you want be to impress cool. people,
3: come to an October go. evening.
1: Come to an October evening.
4: <laughs> and if you need friends, invite them. <laughs> and then they'll go, wow, I'm going to be your friend forever. And you're like, yeah, that's right. And there
1: there They're was here. one time, uh, this was years back, I came, we just got done with the show and I was coming back to my house and we were loading, uh, loading out the truck. And... Uh, this party was happening right next door and uh i went over and i uh, was having a couple of beers and these people were like we just came back from this f- this crazy ass show and they were like pitching the show to me uh talking to me and i was like oh really what, what was it yeah it sounds awesome and then i was like what yeah. was it and they're like oh it was at the masonic temple and i was like oh an october <laughs> evening and they're like yeah and i was like yeah that's my uh that
4: i yeah that's my show i uh <laughs> it kind
1: of, yeah it was kind of funny
4: okay so a really cool thing about the masonic temple is um okay we're <laughs> I'm so used to saying like we're cool right we're all cool all right okay cool. so um for the longest time there has been a spirit there named Charlie, and doesn't he whistle he I've never heard the whistling but I know he rides he rides the elevator (laughs) up and down in that in the building so what are the things about Charlie is like um, in other events that we've done like one of it is uh, we did a Jane Austen event there and it was this formal dinner and we're all in the basement and I'm I'm pretty skeptical I'm like Andrea I haven't really had I've done a lot of these I've been on a lot of ghost hunts I've been on a lot of things but I've never really seen anything part of me kind of doesn't but part of me does um but we are sitting there, and we're all talking, we're all doing Charlie stories about different people that we've heard, uh, have seen him. And down comes the elevator, and one of our planners comes out of the elevator and goes, thanks, Charlie. And then, she, and then we're like, whoa. And she goes, oh, and she turns around. The elevator's empty, of course. And she goes, oh, the old guy that was on the elevator with me. Like, where, where did he go? And so we're like, oh, what, did he, what did he look like? Yeah. And she explained. She explained what he looked like, and the two security guards <laughs> that were working there that night are going like, "Oh crap! Oh shit!" And a crasher. <laughs> yeah, because because it's the same exact things what it was. So they think they found out who it was. So on one of the walls in the Masonic temple, there is a picture. And the guy's name was Charlie Ballantyne.
3: Oh, I need to find
4: it. Yeah. Oh, I'll show you. Nice. It's, it's really easy to find. So what happened was, is that was who everybody looked and said, oh my gosh, that's the guy who's in the temple. That's the guy who walks the halls. That's the guy who rides the elevator. That's the guy who does this. And the weird part about it is there's so many people that have seen it and nobody, and everybody comes up with the same name. People who have never heard the story always come up with the same name. So they did some research found the relatives of Charlie Valentine and found out, dun-dun-dun, when he died, they snuck an urn of his back into the Salt Lake Temple, back into the Masonic Temple. That's crazy. And so they told him where it was, and they were able to find it. So basically... Is Charlie still there? Yes. Charlie is still there in force. So people have seen him in the auditorium that we're going to be in where the show is. It's the upper balconies. He watches shows. And so there have That's been I movies. I wonder if Charlie shows. is
1: a fan of the show. I don't fuck it up cuz
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously like if Charlie's watching this, Uh-oh. it better be good. Yeah, this year. yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: So there have been times where um, they've done they've filmed some movies. Like Disney does movies there all the time and other people do movies in there. And there have been times when the movie company's going like, "Who's the old dude in the balcony?" And they're like, oh, that's so the funny. The balcony's been locked for two. Yeah, it's like the balcony's been locked for two months. <laughs> but yeah, no. A lot of people, a lot of people see him, and he doesn't show up. It's kind of like those like ghost figure. It looks like an old man, that rides the elevator and wanders.
1: I wonder if I saw Charlie, that's and, that's and I was poss- just like, "Oh,
4: that, that's it's just possible." A, that's just maybe. just the Mason, just. Walking yeah, around. In the balcony. Just creeping out <laughs> on the balcony. Yes. Joseph Mason walking around at two in the morning <laughs> in an abandoned building. That must, yep, that happens all the time. <laughs> that
3: happens all the time.
4: So, yeah, that's well, Charlie. Awesome. Well, when Story we, of Charlie. we go, I, I hope I see him.
1: I've I know, ha- now
3: we're all going to be looking in the balcony <laughs> <Yeah>. for Charlie. <laughs> no one's even
1: going to be watching the show now. Thanks, Jonathan. I'm sorry, <laughs> looking for Charlie. Yeah, I've, I've never
0: seen or heard or felt anything so it, it's ever nature. in your life yeah I have no feelings they're gone no it, it goes I've wanted to go yeah. on you know tours and finds and stuff I just never have and I never felt anything otherwise it's
1: I feel a little left out I'm I know
3: don't, I feel left out all the time I'm like when when do I get to have you
1: just have to hang out with us long enough and you'll you'll have an experience okay they're just like people yeah. <laughs> it's just like chilling with us right now. Except they're just
2: they're dead. really dead. <laughs> they're really dead. Their well, enthusiasm level might be better. And th- uh, tell us about how can we find out about yeah. the show? And where do we get tickets? How what is it too
1: late to get tickets? Uh no. Um you can still get tickets. They're they're selling like hot cakes over at the Tower Theater um, on 9th and 9th. Um, $15 a piece, uh, for both Friday and Saturday night. And, uh, I don't know if we talked about the dates, but the dates are October 20th and the 21st doors open at seven show starts at seven thirty. You can get tickets the day of, but I wouldn't recommend doing that because the lines are just always insane and you, you're not going to get a good seat. um, what am I missing, damn it?
3: Also, I've had a few people ask me, because this is the first year we've done a two-night event, it is the same show, just done twice. Because some people were like, oh, do I need, you know, you're more than welcome to come both nights. Yeah. We would love that to see you there. But it is the same show both nights. so
2: I'm going to correlate with
1: Charlie to see when he's going, and then I'll play Adam the That would night. be the best
3: time, Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely want to go when Charlie's there as well.
1: Um, if you want to see any, like, pictures or videos from past years, you can follow us on, on Instagram, or you can uh, be and friends October with us on And October Evening Facebook. on Instagram,
3: as well as Facebook, and October Evening.
1: Yeah, and uh, or Google us, you know.
3: The Googly.
2: Googly. So, you know, it's not time for next year's. Uh, can we
1: throw out ideas? How can people get a hold of you? Like in the off season.
3: Yeah, you got ideas. <laughs> to, to be honest,
1: um, as soon as we're done with the show this year, uh, I'm going to take a month off and then we're going to start right up. And do the, <laughs> and start planning again. So, yeah. Anyone can contact us on Facebook if they want to talk uh, about an October evening or if they just want to talk about ghosts. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for we having appreciate us. It. Yeah.
3: Thank you. It was fun.
1: Yeah. Until next time,
0: everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Bye, Charlie.
1: Bye. Bye, Charlie. Bye, Charlie. The podcast is done, man.